Every once in a while, we have to bring out the big dog. Yeah. Oh, God help us. It's time for Danny Unleashed. Oh. <laughs> Sponsored by Eastern Roofing, where integrity matters. Go to easternroofing.com for more. Hour number two of the program begins right now. We welcome in Danny Cleekscale, a little Danny Unleashed proudly. Brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. You can find them online at EastonRoofing.com. Perhaps you can find them on my roof. You know, uh, inspections, estimates, they are free, residential, commercial, uh, insulation, guttering. They do it all at Easton Roofing. Uh, Kansas City's best is Easton Roofing. How do I know? Well, did you know the most exclusive commercial roofing manufacturers in the country only work with the very best companies? I'm talking about the uh, manufacturers like Elevate, uh, Gateco, Carlisle, JM. They only supply the very best roofing companies, they supply Eastern Roofing. That's why Eastern Roofing can write warranties on commercial flat roofs up to 30 years. There's only a handful of companies anywhere in the country that could say that here in town. That's Eastern Roofing. Uh, if you're a property manager, if you're a business owner, know this. Eastern Roofing offers turnkey solutions for everything, including parking plans, schedule, safety plan, warranty expectations, all up front. There's no guessing with Eastern Roofing. You may have had a bad experience in the past. You will not have a bad experience with Eastern Roofing. Uh, call Joe Spiker and his great team at 913-257-5426. See him online at EastonRoofing.com. Danny how the hell are you? I'm just fine, Seren. Healthy as a horse, as we discussed in the uh, in the restroom just before the show. But not big on hand washing. No, I, I do wash my hands, but I'm not. You you did a good, thorough, you know, real deep dive into washing your hands. I'm, I'm more of a first time I've ever been chastised. Hand washing, washing nerd. my hands. I'm not splash. Well. I'm more of a splash and go. I'll, a- I'll say that. You know, that's that's me. So he says. So when you meet Danny, would, think elbow bump, yes. maybe no. fist bump. You know, well, I mean, I, I, you saw I, shoulder I, pat. I ran the water. I put my hands under it. I used the paper towel. I washed my hands. You, per, you per skipped se. the soap part, yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. That's that's why every but time I, I exit, I didn't even go to the bathroom. That's why every I time I there. exit the bathroom, I take the paper towel with me and use that to cover my hand when I grab the handle because of people like you. Someone get a hold of Jim Cutler. It's time for Danny. Unwash. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Seren says, "Well, I don't like to get sick," and I said, "I never get sick." And, and, and well, I don't Seren know. Says, we, I don't know that we need to go here. <laughs> no, but then Seren goes, well, "Aren't you a cancer survivor?" Uh, <laughs> I said, "Well, it's yeah, accurate. It's accurate. accurate." And I said, I, I, "What I will that say that doesn't count as being it, sick." Well, well, that's obviously real All sick, right. but. I will I will trade the fact that I had cancer for the fact that basically I've almost never that's like the only time I've ever been sick. Saved it all for one go. Yeah, right, all one go. Now I, you know, I, I survived, so it's a little easier to say. But I mean, I've never had the flu. I've never. I mean, it's unbelievable how healthy I'm. I'm just lucky. In the immortal words of Stewie Griffin, are we really doing this? Uh, yeah, really. Uh, I, I figure we'd lighten the... Lighten Danny, where do yes. you want to start? Wherever you want to go. And he takes it here. <laughs> well, I want to lighten the mood at the start in case we, you know, had to not well, we lighten do, the mood. We do, need, we do need to say, we said this earlier, but it bears repeating. Our conversation with Eric Eager, we taped on Wednesday before the parade had happened. Because I had a question in there about when was the last time you'd been to a parade. Yeah. And it sounds a little bit flippant. Yes. But... The tragic events that happened on Wednesday had not happened. Right. And uh, to be honest with you, I forgot that that was one of my 
Final Fours. Um, I'm glad to hear that because when I heard that question, I was like, uh, oh. So you didn't hear the open of the show? No, I didn't. We said we'll talk Derek Eager, a conversation that was scheduled for Wednesday and recorded on Wednesday. I'm just lucky. I'm lucky enough. Not bathing. About (laughs) about health. I'm lucky enough. We know he wasn't in the shower. I'm lucky enough to have. By the way, I can't even remember the last. Can you remember last the last time you showered? No, the last day you didn't shower. Can you remember the last day you didn't shower? Oh, uh, I can't. I, I, I it's got to be. Oh, it happens on a Saturday or Sunday where you, you where uh, never. It was when I had COVID because I was quite bedridden then. It had to. Have yeah, been I'm trying to. And think. then that I first can't. shower after I got better was immaculate. I, I know there's been some time where I was like, oh God. I should shower, but I'm just too damn tired. I'll I've get gotten to five thirty or something a couple, every now and then. I'm like, not doing it, not doing <laughs> it. I'm, I'm getting in the shower. That's too easy. You start, you start a trend. It can continue on. No, yeah, no. Today, today for me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks, Kay. <laughs> that was. Uh, then you're planning, and you're planning on carrying that through for twenty yes. four. Uh, you yeah. going twenty four with that? Yep. yep. No, it's, no, it's, I can't that's, even. That's not true. I've. I've <clears throat> I've showered twice in a day more than I've not showered. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Um, but I are, work are out. You, are you done with that? That's very much like you know, the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to start light. That's so all. the Niners would like to wash themselves of that loss. I'm sure they would. They'd like to scrub that one, wouldn't just, they? Just imagine if you... I mean, they'd scrub that harder than you'd scrub <laughs> your hands. <laughs> just imagine, just, you know, I always think about this because... Chiefs fans, are, they're, they're, they're whatever phrase you want to make, blessed, lucky, to, to be living through this unbelievable thing because... Think they, didn't they pay for it with, nah, with tears no, and sweat and no. angst over the 50 years no, they we did. that came in between? We I did. sure as hell did. That I guy right there didn't. Nick, he didn't. <laughs> like, like, I, I paid for it financially both, both for Roy- decades. Both Royals fans <laughs> and Chiefs fans have paid. Now, they there are other people who have paid more. There's Browns fans. There's Lions fans. There's, you know, there's other fans who... So it's worse. Well, do you have to be the worst? To like, oh, the, the 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 guy that had to walk seventy five miles in the desert better shut his mouth because that guy walked seventy six. The thing like, about what the, the hell, hell is, the Chiefs. The we Chiefs had a lot of years it, of, of being intermittently bad, good, but it yeah. was always. I could like the Browns have been god awful. The Chiefs had some god awful, but a lot of our life, even my life, yeah, and it, I'm younger than these guys. It was good was, enough was, to care and exactly. then get their heart broken. It was broken. Lucy pulling the damn ball out from us yeah, every in, January. In some ways, like, yeah, the... the you the, mean royal bad is better time. than chief bad? Is that what you're saying? Royal bad? Well, well, get not a whiff. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 think, I think there is an I, element I, because, I, like... I, I agree with that. Listen, I'm not even going to... I had somebody last year, I was like, well, you come out to the ballpark. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Somebody was like chastising me for not going out to the ballpark more. I'm like, do you want? Me, I'll, I'll be happy to come out there. And you want me to pepper Matt Quattrero about how bad some of his guys suck? Is that what you want? <laughs> you want me there every night? Like, why right. is this four A jackass on the roster? Like, you really? Is that what you're looking for? Because like to me, I think it's better to just be like, hey, this year hadn't been so good, so let's let it lie. But yeah, I, I think I think last year was. You know, it sucks as a Royals fan, but it was pretty easy to check out. Like, I was done, like, May. It's like, we ain't going nowhere. The Chiefs, 95, we're the one seed. Here we go. 97. Oh, what happened last time is not going to happen this time. Gannon, Gerbach, I don't know. I like, it was, uh, oh, we got the best offense. Everybody in fantasy football has got Gonzalez and Priest Holmes, Trent Green. And look at this offensive line. It's the best. No punt. 
No punt. You lose. Yes, that was that was. Yeah, that, that's all. That's worse. I think and it's almost. You know, can you imagine right now a team that is in that category is the Dodgers. They aren't. They yeah. got the one. They're like the Braves. Yeah, but the they got, got the, one, the one in there. The one in a COVID yeah, year. that they want that they play the entire series in Arlington, Texas. It's it's. I mean, that's kind of baseball, is though, isn't you know, it? it? Yeah, it just speaks to the arbitrary nature. Like the Royals open up a. I'll call it. I think it's only fair to call it a five-year window. And they get in there twice, and they jam it all the way to the World Series and win one. And the Dodgers are like, you're joking, And then right? you've got the Twins, who lost we're like 18. The, we're we're yeah. the best team in baseball for a decade, <laughs> yeah. and we got one? Yeah. Well, the like Twins, who year, lost I mean, 18 they, straight. They, they, they have to win this year. I mean, we don't want to talk about the Dodgers, but, I mean, they have oh, yeah. everybody. They, they, you know, they oh, could, and they probably won't because that's baseball. They'll win 107 games and and they, they won't score uh, for a have week. A, and someone plus is 400 run yeah. differential. Yeah. I think they probably could. They'll outscore their opponents in the World Series and lose in seven <laughs> games. No, they'll plus 16 and runs. They'll win 118 games and lose in the divisional <laughs> round. You know what they two nothing. The Dodgers. They, the Dodgers they can't could. Pitch. Now they couldn't just do one through 27 and you know 28 through two, but they could. They could make two split squads. And may, maybe make the playoffs with each one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, think? It's, it's crazy. I guess my, my circular thought, the thing that started this whole circular conversation was the fact that just think of what you would feel like if the Chiefs played the game that the 49ers did and lost it. Well, You'd be I, ready to it. hang yourself. Yes, it's 95 and 97. Oh, it's Lynn Elliott missing field goals. Uh, it's, only it's in the Super Bowl. I don't, yeah, I don't it's, know. It'd be worse than the Super no. Bowl yeah. for sure. But, yeah, I've been through those games. I mean, the, the, the Niners, I don't even know if those games you could look at, what, 12 different places in the game where if you did maybe one thing. Danny, any game that comes down to a score I think, I think in football, has that. I think, in, I think most NFL games have – Three, four, five plays. I think that game had like twelve to fifteen. All right, let's let's hear them. Well, early on, they they were dominating and could have easily gotten at least a comfortable. See, I, I think I, I'm not. I'm actually to me, to me the first. I'm, I'm calling off. Yeah. I want to go through fifteen plays. Yeah. Right, uh, but I'm calling <laughs> it out. It's fresh. And that's why you remember it. But if you go back to 95, 97, there's Tony Gonzalez was inbounds and they, right. they called him mm-hmm. out of bounds. Right. There's, you know, there's a million things in those. There's the three different missed field goals by Lynn Elliott. Yeah. There's, there's the starting Elvis Gerbach. There's the, like, they, they all have every close which, loss. Which is a, has that. To, which is always a, to me, the earliest you could find a, one of those plays would be, or those, one of those exchanges would be, Niners' first possession of the second half when they get the ball at the Chiefs' forty-four on the pick. Everyone's like, all first half we're here. Well, the Chiefs get the ball, start the second half. Chiefs get the ball, start the second half. Third play pick, they got the ball at the forty-four and they get nothing. They actually yeah. lose a yard. Uh, that's the only. That's the earliest play right. I think. And you I could agree. Categorize it, that. It, to which I would say, I like, know. that's not painful no. because Steve Spagnuolo is the defensive coordinator. A Hall of Fame defensive tackle, Chris Jones, is there. The best corner combination in football is there. The Chiefs are good at all three levels, and they went toe-to-toe with the Baltimore Ravens, and they were the better defense. So, like, yeah. anything... I'm like, not diminishing not, what the Chiefs did. I'm just saying... It's not all about you, Danny. We're having a discussion here. <laughs> just happens to be on the radio. Yeah. It, it, you know, like, the, the, the whole... And I know you're not, but I'm just saying the whole idea, like, of, oh, can you believe the Niners... Like, we do it as a topic all the time on our podcast. More about the Niners, more about the Chiefs. It's always more about the team that won. 
Like 99%. Totally, I'm sure there's some scenario. I totally agree but with that. But there's no way it's more about, well, Kyle Shanahan didn't know the overtime rules, which affected what? Right. I, I don't think it was that big a deal. I, I I think it's a big deal that he doesn't know because it. what else doesn't he no, know? No, I think he knew. I don't think I he, don't think he knew. I thought, Did you I, not hear the cut we played of him? You want to hear it again? Let's play it. I don't think you heard it. You must have been not showering. Let's play. This is an interview that did not play in Kansas City because they broke away for local coverage. But nationally, this interview played. This is after the game, before he gets to the podium, where he cooks up this, I wanted the ball first in the second overtime excuse. Here he is getting asked about it. Understanding it's raw, and again, it went into overtime, but is there anything right now that you feel like was the difference down the stretch? Um, I mean, love to score a touchdown there at the end. I could pad another chance. Had our opportunity to get him off the field on fourth down. We didn't. Um, Passed on that a bunch. Uh, he does it almost all the time. So uh, it was a hard battle, hard fought game. Um, went a lot like we thought it would go. Had our chances there and didn't get it done. I'd like to score a touchdown and not give Pat a chance. That's not a man who yeah. knows. Well, the Super Bowl if he doesn't know, that's that's really awful, yeah. and he he probably deserves to lose no matter what went on during the course of the game. I mean, but, I, I think but just... I think that the Chiefs. This is what the Chiefs do. You can't let them do it. What, however, it got to the end, and they had a chance to score a touchdown to win the game. You can't let them have that. And the only guy who's been successful at doing it. When they when they aren't just decimated on the offensive line and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers sent Patrick Mahomes running for his life for an entire Super Bowl, the only guy who's been able to do it, and he's done it twice, once in a regular season game and once in an AFC Championship game, is uh, uh, Taylor at Cincinnati. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor has, you know, gone for it on fourth downs, kept possession of the ball, got down to the end, and killed the clock with Andy Reid not trying to. Let him score. But, but he's the only guy who's been right, able to do right, it. Right. So that's great, but you got to have the weaponry to do it. Right, because they had the opportunity to do it. I mean, they had, you know, they had, they were down there deep. They could have converted. They could have bled the clock all the way down, kicked the field goal, won the game. But they didn't. They were a first it's, down away from doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. then, but the Chiefs have a great defense. Yeah, they do. And they, and they, they didn't yeah, let them get first down. If, if anybody's taking this to think that I'm taking anything, that the Chiefs were lucky, it's not like the Niners went out there and it, and they, they lost by, you know, by that margin and they had five turnovers. Okay, they didn't. They they played a yeah. good game. They just you see, didn't, they imagine didn't having to play a team. On, they didn't capitalize yeah. on enough of the opportunities that they created from the se- themselves. That doesn't mean the Chiefs didn't have anything to yeah. do with it. They're on scholarship. Let's imagine mean, imagine playing a team that literally capitalizes on every single opportunity you give them. But when and you see, they, to your point, Danny, when you see how close, you know how much the Racers' edge. They were in this game, and they were against Philadelphia last year. And they you were know, so many times in the fact that they're 15-3 and three under Patrick Mahomes. It was amazing. Yes, and, and that they were down 10. You know, do you know that there are seven games in the history of 58 Super Bowls where a team has been down 10 points or more? And by the way, it's 10 for six of them. Only... Shanahan's OC tenure with the Falcons, where they blew a 25-point lead. The second biggest lead ever overcome in a Super Bowl is just 10 points. It's happened six times, and the Chiefs have done it twice. Right. Twice. I know. No, I'm sorry, three Three times. times. Three times. Three of the six. All of them. They're three of the six. Three of the seven biggest Super Bowl comebacks in history are the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think two of them are Brady. 
Uh, I think Tua Marbrady. Which yeah. is so like that's the that's the company that he just passed. Yeah. So I mean, but but I, but think about that. You like when you get into a Super Bowl. For the most part, what that tells me, although it seems to be happening more because the Chiefs have done it three times in the last five years, and Brady did it two years before that, right? Three years before that, mm-hmm. right? Against yes. the Falcons. Yeah. It, it, it tells me that it's. These are either the two greatest quarterbacks of all time, which I think oh, we can easily say, and or maybe offense have gotten better. It's getting easier. It is getting easier. Yes, I would agree with that. Not till somebody else does it, too. Is it getting easier? And to, to further the point of maybe it's a recent thing of offenses, Brady's other one came within the last decade, too. It was the Seahawks. But also, the, now, yeah. and now so and it'll probably switch back, but now we, seem, it, now we seem to have had a bubble of great offense. I mean, this year in the NFL, the defense defense took way took, uh, better. Came way way far because I think teams have prioritized and gotten better and schematically have studied what's going on. And you know, maybe they're you know, I, I think the offense has been going on in college, and so great athletes uh, wide out or well, we need someone to cover somebody. He's going to yeah. corner. Well, also, I think there's been a, a shift in football. But my, my my point is though that Razor's Edge, we're like, oh, they're just always going to do it, and we've just given you good reasons why. If they're going to do it, it's said, but Tom Brady did it twice, not seven times, mm-hmm. twice, and like I'm, the Patriots, we all thought they'd won three out of four. Well, the, the, right? like they are, when are they going to lose? And they went ten years, right, before they won another one. So it's and, not just in the bag that three more are coming. And it's yeah. not just letting Mahomes have it at the end. It's when he gets the ball with two minutes to go, he's done. I mean, that's what. That's the other thing you probably have to do against the Chiefs. That's that's the only time they've lost in the Super Bowl. They were done. They well, had no chance when it came to the fourth. You, right, right. You almost do have to start playing two for one. You know, like basketball. Like we got to get a quick score here because we're going to need it back at the end. Right. Like right. it's almost like you, he cannot have the ball at the end. Or, or you've got to have the ball what? with up ten with seven minutes to go, and that's it. Yeah. You know, they, they've got no. You don't give them a chance. Yeah. You give them a chance, they'll take it. Even the two for one thing, he's already shown with different talent. Thirteen seconds is too much. Yeah, yeah. Bills thought they had that. It's like if you out. see that man walking on the field, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think anybody will take their chances again with thirteen seconds. Well, they'll play it differently than McDermott's soft ass defense. <laughs> right, but. 13 seconds. I think most people, you know, when they scored with 13. Except for the next year, they turned around and scored with 12. That's what people forget is they scored with 12 seconds the next year. They got a field goal right before a half. Mm -hmm. It wasn't at the end of the game. It was before a half where there was a game the next year. I think it was against Buffalo. I think it was against Buffalo in the regular season. It was against Buffalo in the regular season. They got a field goal with 12 seconds. Yes. (laughs) It's like, what? What do they need? I don't and know. By I'm the thinking way, eight or nine. Right. You know, and, I. And by the way, uh, the 13 seconds doesn't isn't even accurate because that's when the that that takes the entire entirety of the the ball going to the uprights. He got them in field goal range in six seconds. Ten seconds. Eight, 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 yeah. Ten seconds. Ten. Ten. Three seconds. The ball was snapped with three for that field goal. So yeah. wait, I, I think you're right. Sir. The, the oh, recipe for success really is get up big. Yeah, right. And they and that was another part of what I was talking about. They had the opportunity to do it. They did, and they they fumbled once. Well, everybody has the opportunity. No, but I mean, they were moving the ball. They were doing things against the Chiefs' defense for a while. And what we've seen is that you know you better you better do it 
while you're doing it. Yeah. You can't score three. I mean, I, I must have tweeted seven times in the first half. Still looks pretty good to me. Yeah. Three nothing. Still looks pretty good to me. Ten nothing. I would have even said that at thirteen to nothing. Yeah. Now maybe once it maybe if they were ahead seventeen to, or twenty to three or seventeen to nothing, I might have said, "Well, wow. well, this looks pretty My- grim." Obviously, Curtis thought it looked pretty grim because he had the whole organization fired <laughs> on Christmas Day. Uh uh, my buddy Mitch that texted. Or you thought it was on Christmas Day, right? I know, no, but okay. uh, there were a lot of people. Who, there were a lot of people who, who were t- tweeted right in your boat. At, he, he, he tweeted it at halftime. He's like, "They're calm down, people. It's it couldn't have gone any worse, and it's one score exactly. Everybody settle, and they're getting the ball. Right. Calm, and then they, the blank and down. Then they throw the pick and when he throws the, the defense pick. Now, goes, nope, then, sorry, but they're." That was probably the first real critical point there. Even if they just make six yards there, they, although Moody they probably who knows, kicked, but well, Moody he made his field earlier. goals. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, even if they get a field goal there, that changes the dynamics of the game. Uh, let's take a break. We're talking to Danny Klinkscale here in the program. He's proudly brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing online at EastonRoofing.com. No payment collected until you're 100 percent satisfied. Commercial, residential. It's Easton Roofing. EastonRoofing.com. So funny. Maybe if you went in here and shout and yell and make it as part so much. All all of a sudden, I just hear, oh crap, we're back. (laughs) Runs out of the room. It is Friday. All right, the Joe's Kansas City Barbecue Burns end of the hour answer. What team holds the record for most? Third down attempts in a single Super Bowl. That was called a. I was building the suspense for this question. Yeah, yeah. Most third down attempts. Attempts. The number is nineteen. I think the Ravens converted eleven once in a Super Bowl. So maybe them. Uh, no. Patriots. I don't know. They, they're in there a lot. I'll try Tom Brady and the Pats. Nope. Niners. You just saw it. Oh, Chiefs. The Chiefs were 9 of 19 on third down, 47%, and then add to that one on fourth down. The previous record was 18, held by the Colts against the Bears in Super Bowl, whatever that was, 42. And the Eagles last year, who were 11 of 18. But Chiefs were 9 of 19 in this game. Uh, Joe's Kansas City Barbecue gets you some Joe's tonight. Joe'sKC.com. Uh, by the way, going to have some beautiful weather. be perfect for grilling out. Uh, get the Kansas City Barbecue store this weekend, tonight as well. Uh, they're right there at 119th and Strangline Road, right across the parking lot from Joe's Kansas City Barbecue in Olathe. Sauces, rubs, utensils, uh, the grill itself, fuel, even the meat. It's all right there at the Kansas City Barbecue store. The... Kansas City BBQ store.com. Find them online or see them in person at 119th and Strang Line. Just to contrast, Chiefs had only eight third down attempts against the Eagles last year. They were four of eight. Okay. So they did it two different ways. Well, uh, usually they do do it other ways when they're humming. Yeah. They don't get to third down that much. So that was another indication of frustration for the 49. We keep getting them they got, in a position the where they have to convert. And of course they do. Well, it's one of the things that, I, you know, people kept talking about. Back before Patrick Mahomes, well, you know, they're getting all these third downs. I'm like, 
That's what the championship teams do. Tom Brady is in third down all the time. Third and eight, and he converts. You run the ball to keep him honest. You don't get anything because the other team's defense is really good. And then your quarterback converts third and seven. That's what it takes. And that's what they do now because they have the guy. That's how it works. Yep, right. But when they were really going, you know, under the early Mahomes. When they that, wouldn't even get to they, third. They, they, yeah. They'd go. They'd score touchdowns. I still remember charting the games routinely over and over. I'm like, well, there's another drive where they never even got to third down. Sometimes I marvel so much at Mahomes that I forget uh, that we're doing a show and coming back from commercial. You think? Whenever yeah, no they, you ever hear those people say, uh, boy, you should, if you like the show, you should hear what goes on in the breaks. Well, clearly Adam fits in that <laughs> category. Yeah, he fits that. So taken, sure. taken away by the joy of discussion here. Uh, Danny Klinkscale is with us. A little Danny Unleashed brought to you by Easton Roofing. Online at EastonRoofing.com, Kansas City's best. Um, Chris Jones, is he back? He says he's going to be back. I think for anybody who the Chiefs are trying to sign again, people will say anything they want when they're finished. I think the job becomes all the harder the more guys have championship hardware. I mean, now... Chris Jones is, you know, this discussion always is is a modern one because there's there's so much money. He's made so much money. Does he still have it? Does he just want to be the highest paid because it's a you know a badge of honor? I mean, that's that, that's the other part of the discussion. Most people would say, you know, we won. Now now go get your bag. Well, he's got a lot of bags. Just whether he wants more bags, I don't. You know, so. But I well, do think it, I do out, think it I do think he held out as yes. a defending champion. So yeah. let me go ahead and say I wants his money because yeah. I, you know the idea that oh this championship he's not going to hold out now. Did you not watch right what just happened last training camp? Well he wants he wants to he wants to, he wants to go for three. Well he didn't want to run it back. So so what's the difference? And this yeah. is even more and unlikely. Now, not like the Chiefs can't do it, but the, the next one, that's never been done. And just some clerical work on Jones. And this is Bob, you guys were talking about that. Uh, Ian Rappaport citing sources saying the Chiefs have picked up the option on Jones's contract, retaining the right to franchise tag him and paying him 4.25. In, he earned in incentives. He notes, of course, that it was more timing than anything as Jones was due the money regardless. If not tagged, he'll be free. But they have at least put themselves in that spot so they can put the tag on him and and to me and and you and you can't mention jones without also mentioning Legeria that's Sneed, right who was on a radio thing uh and was asked what what's your message for brett veach and he said pay me pay me pay me my money pay me. do you have that get that four times people think i'm kidding yeah as to the point that he was making and this is just days after he, when was this this was yesterday morning it was yesterday morning so this is also in the wake of the tragedy that happened. Right. What's your message for Brad Beach? Man, pay me. Pay me. Pay me. <laughs> that's what I got to say. Pay me. I think he wants well, to be paid. That's that's more to the point. Yeah. And because, I don't mind it. No, because he hasn't but I'm just saying like any any idea that he's trying to be subtle or cool no. Or, no. no. Flat and, out. Here's and, the message. And he's got a championship. Three and or two. He's got two, right? He's got two, yeah. and he hasn't gotten his bag yet. Right. So, And he's been playing for fourth-round money. Right. I'm watching a lot of guys play for first-round money or Frank Clark play for more than first-round money and not play near as well as he has. And I'm going to tell you, he's like, well, when I get my shot, I'm going to get it. To me, if, I, if it were me, 
I, I, I trade them if I can trade them. If not, I watch them walk. If I can get more than a third-round pick for either one of them, they're going. But ain't either one of them coming back if I run the show. Because I, the key to this defense is its youth. Right, right. And they, if, if they, they don't get hurt. You do not need to be paying guys yes. massive amounts of money for Chris Jones past 30 and for Legereus Sneed 28 and beyond. And as, we discussed, business. and as we discussed yesterday, you're much better off investing whatever money you think you want to use on Chris Jones and Legereus Sneed on the offense. The upside is much more dollar for dollar on the offense than it is on the defense. Yeah, well, th- th- this year is such an anomaly to get away with this championship with the defense being the better side of the ball. That's just usually yeah. not how it happens. And, you know, if you're going to try to choose right now, Chris Jones is older, but they don't have a great defensive line without Chris Jones. They've got a lot of defensive backs. They've got a cornerback who's probably agree. probably better than Legere. I mean, by most, or at least it looks like he's going to be better than Legereus Sneed. I, I think it'll be interesting to see so. what... They like in free agency amongst the wideouts. Everyone's going to scream and yell for Mike Evans. He's 30 31 and has been in the league for more than 10 years. And he doesn't really run the way Chiefs and he's gotten hurt. He's played a lot. But but if you're a fantasy player, every week, well, is he going to go? He usually does, but every week there's the. Cross injury alert. And is that going to be any better? Well, does that now become now he can't go? Now he can't go. And so to me, the guys, T. Higgins and and Pittman are the guys, but I don't think there's any chance they get out there. I think they both get franchised. I'm going to be honest with you. If you try to marry up a guy that fits kind of what they do in free agency, the best of the bunch is Gabe Davis. From the Buffalo Bills. Love, love that idea. He's, he's twenty five years. He's twenty five years old. They don't sign guys that are 27, 28, 29. Not unless it's a one year deal. You know, they like if they're going to give a multi year deal in free agency. Jawan Taylor was twenty five. Sammy Watkins was twenty five. They are young guys. When they traded for Fuller in the Alex Smith deal, he was twenty four. They love guys that are young. Why? Because they're less likely to get hurt. And they've got more good good years available. Why would you stop that approach? I don't understand. Every year I have to make this spiel. You think you can't live without somebody. You can. You always can't. How are we going to get by without Tyree Kill? Oh, no. You're just going to hang two more Lombardi trophies. I give that in the ultimate empowering. They can live without anybody except 15. Right. And... The Super Bowl itself was an example of how the Chiefs have morphed into a team that has won this many championships now. That game was complete and utter complimentary football. The offense was pretty dreadful for a long time, but the defense kept them in the game. The special teams are outstanding. Tommy Townsend's only bad punt hit somebody's leg. (laughs) For a free touchdown. So, I mean, Butker kicked a 15-foot-high, 57-yard field goal. After a great hold. Right. Almost miraculous like hold. that Morton Anderson kick. Do you remember that thing? He kicked a yeah, game looked like field the Stoyanovich goal. one against the Broncos you know, that's in 97. Not, no, that's the, that's the one. That's You're like, what is that? That's going to be what land in the end zone. Oh, crap, it's good from 54. <laughs> that's the one. That, that, that's the one I was thinking of. Well, uh, you know, and and by and the way, and then the offense comes through at the end and does what they do. I mean, you you couldn't have asked for all phases to to come well, t- together in a game at different points. And, and and by the way, Brett Veach and his crew are pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Like, there's no 
doubting yeah. their ability to identify talent at both the pro and college level. Are they perfect? No, no one is. But like, why would you handcuff him and give him no op, no, no room to work mm-hmm. when he's done such a fantastic job in the draft? And the Leo Chanel game against the 49ers, to me was like that. That nails it shut. There, there, I will accept no more Brad Feech slander on any draft. The game that guy had in a spot where he had to come up big, forget it. It's over. Drew Tranquil, Mike Edwards, and Charles Amenehu. And they knew Amenehu was going to be suspended, and they're like, we're still going. They didn't. I don't think they I thought it was going to be six just, games. No, right. Like they thought it was going to be like three games. Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, we're going to go get these three guys instead of pouring a bunch of money into DeAndre Hopkins. And they nailed it. They nailed it. They desperately needed Mike Edwards when Cook went down. Amena, who finished off the pass rush, and Drew Tranquil filled in for Nick Bolton and played great on the outside. What is it? I mean, like, and then when Edwards gets hurt in Baltimore, the second play, Deion Bush comes in and picks off a guy in the end zone because he read the play right. Look at what Mike Pinnell did in the oh. Super Bowl. There's a video. There's a shot of him just taking Trent Williams, and the best tackle, throws him to the ground and tackles McCaffrey at the line of scrimmage, and he got him for nothing. And and then the only thing that he looked like he had a, a little Achilles heel on was his wide receiver picks, and now Rasheed Rice. Now Rasheed Rice has come through. That's just the volatile nature of drafting wideouts. Right, right. There's a high bust factor, right. to which you, which is why I say get more picks and pick more mm-hmm. of them. Right, Especially I understand that guy. You're going to go like fifty fifty. You just keep firing. I'll take a Sky more for every Rasheed Rice. Take two of them every time you need one, and you'll do fine. Uh, let's take a break. More with Danny Clinkskill. Danny Unleashed, brought to you by Easton Roofing. Splash and Go Danny is with us. Little Danny Unleashed, brought to you by Easton Roofing. Joe and his team, the best when it comes to uh, handling any kind of roofing needs. Uh, commercial, residential, they're the best in the business. Easton Roofing. Go see them today online at EastonRoofing.com. Uh, they offer thermal zone inspections. They can tell you on the spot whether there's water under the roof. You're not going to wait around weeks to get the answer your business needs right now. Get the answers you want right now. Go to EastonRoofing.com. Danny, you know, be all good with the stadium reveal? and uh, I'm okay with it. Uh, I mean, it, it's probably Locale's still... Locale's fine. What'd you say? You okay with the locale? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay Location, with it. If you're not following yeah, me. I I think that you know I don't think Limited there may, the may not have been a way to figure it out, but I think your our only thoughts about it. I, I, I echo yours. Most of this downtown stadiums, the the empty, the open outfield has a cityscape there, and this doesn't, or at least doesn't right now. And, and so that would be the only thing I think about because that's that's sort of an iconic view when you whenever you watch on TV and in, in St. Louis or Pittsburgh or whatever. Really, Pittsburgh is the they, best one. They do a you know a long shot of, but for instance, San Diego doesn't really have one. I will say this on PNC, they're also across a river, which makes right. for a very scenic, beautiful mm-hmm. yellow bridge that they've got. But you ain't that close to kind of the stuff, right? You do have to hoof it a little bit. Right, you have to walk across. This will be closer to the P and L, right? It will boost the P and L, which is heavily subsidized by Kansas City, Missouri. Every, you know, a lot of things are real close. I guess we use this example when people always talk about the parking in the downtown area, and I think the mayor may have said, or no, John Sherman, I think said there's 
a, what was it, a 10-minute walk to 40,000 parking spaces. I believe that was the, his quote. And, and a 10-minute walk is something that people at Arrowhead routinely take to walk into the stadium. Well, I pointed out <laughs> Not everybody, times. but, I mean, there are, people, there are places you park that are a 10-minute walk. The footprint of the Truman Sports Complex is bigger than inside the downtown loop. Right. So if you're coming from the furthest reaches, now the stadiums are also placed strategically mostly in the middle of that. Right. Right, where this is going to put it over on one side of it. But, yes, the, the walk is not going to be, it's just going to be different. Uh, Adam had a great point when he's talking about the World Cup. And he's like, you know, we were talking about, like, where you put stadiums and this and that. And what, tell him what you said about well, I said like, Monday, how we, how we I said the I parking dilemma. I said I, I can't wait for the world in, in 2026 Six. to get here and marvel at our humongous parking lots. <laughs> and that kind of goes that goes for this whole country. Though. Look at this. It's miles of flat pavement. This is fantastic. <laughs> what do you do here? We well, park our cars here I, for four hours a week. I think I, I, think I we, <laughs> our, the parking situation in Kansas City was illuminated to me when I first moved back here in the late 90s, mid to late 90s. And I went down to the plaza and I pulled into one of those garages. And I'm like, where's the little man who's going to take my money? And it was free. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "What? I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to pay ten bucks. That's worth it. Whatever. You know, I'm not a rich man, but ten dollars to park. I've paid more. Where? What? Where is it? It's like Where? what Cartman says in the <laughs> South Park theme: ample parking, day or night, and people shouting, <laughs> "Howdy, neighbor!" <laughs> that was that was my first introduction to. The, the parking joys this, of Kansas City. The, the screaming and yelling about parking oh. this town just speaks to, like, the you Parker. people need to get out. Yeah, the Parker family. And traffic, too. <laughs> the Parker family. Let's poll the Parker family again and see what they think. Poor parking. Where are we going to park? All right, who was the first kicker to kick a 50-yard field goal in a Super Bowl? Brought to you by Good Sense.